Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast. Today, our theme is New Beginnings. And isn't it great that we are here today beginning a new beginning? Beginning a new beginning. <laughs> this format that Beverly and I now have designed to bring you the Word of God consist consistently. We're excited about that. And it's also at a very important time of the year around Rosh Hashanah, the month of Tishri. We're going to be talking about that today in establishing new beginnings. What is it? Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. I will make rivers in your deserts. What a powerful promise. Well, I love everything about the springing forth because that is exactly what we believe that we are designed to do. We believe that we are designed to spring forth into God's new beginnings, to continue to create, and to literally speak into chaos and speak creativity. So this is a new beginning for us. Get ready for a new beginning to happen in your life. We'll be explaining that today in this episode. But first, we want to take you to a powerful testimony. Our mission and vision here is transforming lives, transforming a state, and transforming nations. We believe God has raised this place up as an epicenter for transformation. You're going to meet our women's director, Cherish Catlett, and you're going to hear her testimony from two or three years ago. But it is very, very powerful how God blessed her Transformed, transformed her life, delivered her from drug addiction, and now she is actually leading our women's well, ministry. She's an agent of transformation, and I love everything about this word that she's releasing because if God will do it for her, he will do it for you, just like he did it for us. He is no respecter of persons, and so any good thing that God has promised you, it is right on the other side of yes and amen. <laughs> Watch this testimony from Cherish. It's going to be a blessing to you as we release faith for new beginnings. Watch this. My name is Cherish. I'm from Welburn, Alabama. My life before I had an encounter with the Lord and went to Seven Springs, I was in active addiction since the time I was about 12. I started smoking weed at 12. That's what everybody did. Nobody did not do drugs. Everybody did drugs. I started out with like pain pills, things like that, and then it led into um, about 10 years ago, a heroin addiction. I became an IV heroin addict. I, I grew up in strip clubs. My mom always ran strip clubs, so I grew up around all that. Everything was a party. Everything was dysfunctional, messed up. Everybody got high, everybody partied. And that's what I did. My biggest thing outside of just drugs was men. I always knew how to choose the wrong man. The man that I thought was the most popular guy was always like the biggest drug dealer or something like that. That was gonna be my man. That's who I'm gonna have. My door ended up getting kicked in, in about three years ago and I call a trafficking heroin charge. Before then, I always, like, the guy that I was with, he could save me out of things. I always thought, like, he was my God in my life because he was the one who always came through. He was the one who made it happen. But when he goes to jail with you and you're sitting in a cell with a million-dollar bond, he, there's nothing he could do for me. So that's whenever I cried out to the Lord. And within about 30 days, I ended up getting released to Seven Springs to the program. I didn't know that I was going to have to work through all of my selfish and all of my, just all my junk on the inside. I didn't know I was going to have to fix any of that. I didn't, I thought drugs was my only problem in men. I didn't know I had 18 character defects and, you know, probably a thousand really. So I didn't, I didn't know what to expect when I walked through the door. I went through the program. I was two weeks away from graduating. I ended up getting mad. And so I left and I relapsed for about three, four weeks. Once you know the Lord, you can't relapse unless I couldn't. Once I had an encounter with the Lord and I tried to go get high again, it was nothing. There was, it was, it's not possible. I was tormented. I was just, I mean, I can remember like being, getting high and then trying to cry out to the Lord and I think he can't hear me. 
That was like the worst feeling in the world to me. God gave me a whole new life. The person I am today is not who I used to be. Everything that I have now is not who I used to be. Colony and Daniel seen something in me that nobody in the world would have ever, ever seen in me. Like, I know it was the Lord working through them. They just helped me like to walk into my purpose and all that. I would have never thought I was qualified to do anything that I do today. I wasn't nothing but an addict, you know? Like the, the good thing, only thing I could do was sell drugs back then and do drugs. And now I'm able to help women and I have a life that you, I mean, some days I wake up, sometimes I even think I'm like, when are you gonna wake up? This ain't real, you know? But that's what the Lord can do. He makes everything, everything new and He transforms your lives and He gives you way more than the desires of your heart. Some days I just, I mean, I get in like all of them every day because of how much my life has changed. Most of the people that never thought they could change and that people had like counted out on, God does something here with them. It's like the underdog. God is so good, He's so merciful that He just takes that. And the brokenest people is the ones that He just transforms here the most. He's got a big anointing on the underdog in this program that everybody that people counted out, their lives get changed and they get blessed. I can't even hardly explain how good it, that He is and how good He's been to me and how He used the program to transform me and change me. Like, He's gave me so much. I mean, just me to be able to wake up every day and not put a needle in my arm or have to have an opiate or a pain pill or some heroin to get out of the bed is one like, you never could have told me I could live life and not do drugs every day. There's, I mean, that just wasn't possible for me. I wouldn't get up out of bed if I didn't have something. And now all I have to do is wake up and call on the name of the Lord, you know, and I'm up and I'm ready to go. What a powerful, powerful story. I cry every time I hear her story. Well, here's the thing. I finally had to put myself back together. I actually had to excuse myself and go put some water on my face because I, it's just so powerful. And as we're watching, it, we are for the underdog. We yes, are literally. I love that underdog anointing. That's exactly right. We are. That's what we're contending for. And Cherish is just. She's a first fruit, which we're going to talk a little bit about. So there are so many exciting things happening this month, especially. And for us in particular, I mean, it's a new beginning season going into this next year. And so we're really thankful. And we're thankful for all of our leaders in the Seven Springs and Esther House Recovery Programs. We, we just thank God for them and thank God for everything that He's brought them through because they are truly leading the captives out of captivity, just as Jesus did. If you're not familiar with all that we're trying to accomplish here through transformation, as Beverly's mentioned, Seven Springs and Esther House is our recovery ministry, and we have about 330 clients here in recovery, uh, men and women, and it's a very powerful ministry where lives are being transformed and changed. We also have a movement all in Alabama, where 67 counties of Alabama we're working and ministering in with this message of transformation. And then, of course, nations of the world. We're in uh, Peru and Africa and uh, India and um, Brazil, Brazil and Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> and, and you'll be and hearing, hearing more from, from them as we go. But we would like to invite you into our transformation community. And so there's a graphic that lets you know how you can be involved. Number one, simply you can uh, subscribe to be a recipient of our daily email. Beverly is part of putting that together and it is powerful. It's just simply pure prophetic encouragement every day. Well, I know we have limited time on this broadcast, but I do want to tell you, Kent has a, a new name. It's Content Creator, which I've always known that. And so what we are doing is we are finally putting all of our platforms together. So this daily email, it has an incredible devotional that's being written by Jamie Scroggins that is phenomenal. And 
if it weren't written for anyone but me, it really confirms things that the Lord is speaking to my heart, experiences that we've had, and preparing us to live in intentionality. And I take these, these devotionals very personally, but the key is it gives you access to all of these platforms that Kent has just mentioned. So I really encourage you, make sure to sign up for these emails. You will be blessed and then share them because they really will radically impact your day as you're getting started or your evening when you're finishing up. So just be encouraged. Make sure and sign up for this daily email. It's really been a, a very insightful training season for me, frankly. Well, it's really powerful. It's been a huge blessing. We're hearing great reports from people that are using it for their daily devotional, and it's just full of prophetic and insight. It. We're and having teaching. a lot of pastors who are telling us that they're actually using this as their their messages, which I find to be completely plausible. <laughs> if it's a, if you'd like to take a deeper step, then we have an absolutely free of charge four week discipleship course on a, on identity alignment, empowerment, and assignment. Is along with our transformation workbook. You get the videos and a PDF of the workbook absolutely free of charge, and you can step into a four-week discipleship course, which will empower you with the message of transformation for your personal life and also explain how you can share it to others. Another step you can take is establish a house of light, which we believe is a transformation agency in your sphere of influence, right there in your neighborhood, right, here, right there in your territory. Last but not least, of course, you can give. You can give to the work here to help us continue to release the message of transformation here and globally around the world. Let me bless you with a scripture today along the lines of giving. This is found in Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of all your increase. Your barns shall be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So Beverly, I bless you as you're give today. We just want to encourage you. There's a link there that'll take you to a landing page, which will give you access to all that we just shared to you, the free daily email, the discipleship uh, message of four weeks with the Transformation Workbook, also how to connect and be a house of light or the ability to give. And so thank you for considering joining us in this transformation community as uh, we encourage you to extend the kingdom of God in your sphere of influence. Today is a very powerful day as we step into new beginnings and help align. This is our second point in our transformation teaching alignment. And today we'll have a message helping you align with God's timing. This is a very specific time of year on God's biblical calendar. If you don't know about that, you got to go back and get in the transformation uh, discipleship class. But this is Genesis 1.14. It says, God has set the sun, moon, and stars, and all the heavens in place, so that it speaks to us of moedims, appointed times, appointed seasons, so we know at, to be at the right time, at the right place, to connect with heaven's purposes. This is the head of the year, or Rosh Hashanah. Beverly and I wasn't even aware for, what, a couple of decades of at our least. following the Lord that there was even a biblical calendar, but there is, and it is powerful. And today, we want to talk to you about new beginnings, the head of the year. Now, some of you that are on a following the Gregorian calendar, you're going to have to wait to January to celebrate <laughs> New Year. Right. But we do it right here at the end of September on the biblical calendar as we enter into the brand new Hebraic year, 5784, Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, and also the brand new Hebraic month of Tishri. 
And so Bev's got some thoughts and nuggets along those lines to share with us today. And then we'll, we're going to talk about new beginnings and how to step in. What is God saying to us right now? Well, right now he's saying to me that it seems kind of strange that your prophetic gifting and your exhorter gifting aligns with the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Another nugget you'll have to get in the transformation process. Well, Tishri is really exciting. I mean, there we have so many things coming up for us. Of course, we have the big Rosh Kadesh that's coming up this week, actually. Mm -hmm. So, and then we're heading into tabernacles and just all of the beautiful things that God has. Really powerful spiritual season. So, Tishri is the month in which the uh, it's related to the tribe of Ephraim, which means fruitfulness in affliction. Ephraim was a son of Joseph who received a double portion inheritance. We talk so much about mm -hmm. a double portion yes. anointing. And it goes on, it teaches us that even in our afflictions, God blesses and prospers us. Uh, October, which is Sheshvan on the Jewish calendar and also the biblical calendar, is tied to the tribe of Manasseh, who was Ephraim's older brother, whose name means I will forget. And so it goes on and it talks about how these two names are indicative of the redemptive plan that God has. Wow. Yes. So it, there's so much more. I mean, I could go on and on. So here we are. And as I just talked about, we're headed into Rosh Kadesh. It means moving with faith and expectation for the glorious things in the new month. Rosh Kadesh is an expression of the first fruits principle. In life, there is something very special about the first. The best way to honor God is to give him the first, the new beginning of everything. So there you are. So now some of you may not be familiar with this lang language, Rosh Kadesh. Bev's not speaking in tongues. It's Hebrew. <laughs> Rosh, Rosh, Rosh Kadesh, Rosh means head head of the month. That's right. So this is a biblical concept of each and every month. Revelation says there's 12 trees on the river of life in the spirit realm, 12 trees in the river of life, each bearing a fruit for each month for the healing of the nations. So this is the time each month where God gives us instructions and revelations and fresh insight so that our family our family trees can be healed our our territories our communities our states and our nations and so it's a very powerful time when we step into this concept of wait a minute there is a new beginning it's a brand new season in a brand new month. And so we're excited that we're at the right place at the right time. Well, and here are just some practical ways to really celebrate this. Have a meal with your family or invite somebody over and, and create your house of light. Ask the Lord to show you someone to bless. Mm -hmm. I have found that whenever I find myself uh, depleted or at a loss and, and I'm not really, you know, at my best self, if I can find someone to do something for right. and to bless them, then it just lifts me up as well as lifting them up. These are just practical applications. Give the first time of the day to Jesus, to Yeshua, by praying and reading the Word of God. Declare that good and glorious blessings are coming to you this month and celebrate the joy of new beginnings. And I have really enjoyed this past month reading Psalm 27 yes. and listening to the shofar. There is something about that. And it it really, this 
biblical understanding of why that sound is so powerful. There is something that happens every single time that shofar sounds that just resonates mm-hmm. in my spirit, man, that just lifts me up and brings me such joy. I mean, it literally, the, the word assures us that the joy of the Lord truly is our strength. And so it's a great way to stir your gift of joy just by listening to the sound of the shofar. Listen, who would have thought it? I grew up in... <laughs> America. I didn't really understand a lot. I've been afforded an opportunity to travel to the Holy Land many times now, but there is that sound that resonates from that ancient city that just impacts and changes you in a way that you just can't believe. And it's as simple as listening to it. We have it on our phone now. How blessed There's an are app, we? Yeah. <laughs> and so there again, now we understand some of you aren't familiar with we that do. language, shofar. And so it's not shofar, show good. <laughs> But a, so far, so good it, explaining it. It's a ram's horn. That's what is blown. And so this comes, what's the foundation biblic of that? Biblically, this is Abraham when he goes and takes his son Isaac to the mountain yes. to sacrifice Isaac on the mountain, to give his future to God. Because Isaac is his future. And all the promises of God are wrapped up in this promise that God has given him. And now he's willing to sacrifice that to God, trusting God. And God stops him from sacrificing it and says, that's not necessary. I have already provided and, and gave him a ram. This is where God introduced himself as Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And that ram's horn now, when it sounded, reminds all of us who are following God that our God is Jehovah Jireh. He has already provided everything we need. He's provided atonement for our past. He's uh, He's afforded us grace for the future and he's or hope for the future and given us grace for the present. And so this is the time of year where we celebrate God's goodness and God's grace and hope for our future because he is Jehovah Jireh. So when you hear that sound or if you're unfamiliar with that sound, check it out. It's all over the website, you, you, all over uh, the web and all over our website. You can hear the sound of the shofar. If you're receiving the daily email, it, we've got a button you can hit. It <laughs> sure blows can. that shofar for you. There are certain times of year that these are sounds God is releasing because he's wanting to communicate that to us. Well, and it brings us right back to Manasseh. I will forget. So wow. even though God blesses you in the midst of all of your afflictions, once that sound has resonated throughout your territory, you can forget the pain of the previous afflictions and the past, and you can move forward into the blessings and the new beginnings of God. So I want to just encourage you, really take this moment. If you have access to an app, or even if we had one of the most uh, creative shofars I've ever seen, a friend of ours sent us a little video of him literally sounding the shofar that he had made out of a pipe. A PVC pipe. Yeah, a PVC pipe. And it was amazing. And frankly, I am a human shofar. I'm not going to do it here. <laughs> but when Kent has everybody sound the shofar in our service, I just do it myself. Yeah. I, I'm actually quite good at it, but I, I won't do it here unless you want me to. <laughs> but really, take this opportunity and just let the Lord override all of the past and all of the afflictions. And just like Manasseh's name, just I will forget all that has come before and I will step into the new. God is intentionally sounding an alarm so that you and I can move away from our past, whatever that is, 
And I'm not talking about past 20 years ago. I'm talking about yesterday, past, yesterday last week, last month. And, and fully in this season of this important spiritual time where God is near to us, give our hearts afresh to Him. Give our lives afresh to Him. Renew our covenant alignment with God. Renew our faith and hope in His power to bless us and heal us and deliver us and move us into the future. The, the very powerful point we want to make to you today is, they, is there's a, a word picture in Hebrew, lamed, which is tied to this month and this season, and it's called lamed. And it looks like a staff, a shepherd's staff that's ascending. And the concept of this is returning. This is all this means in one word, to return. This is what Hosea says, Come, let us return to the Lord. Hosea 6, 1 through 3. Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us, and on the third day, he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Let us know. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. Watch this. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and the former rain to the earth. This is that time of year where shepherds would bring their sheep and they would pass under the shepherd's rod and there would be an inspection. And this inspection would make sure there's no sickness. There's no, you know, like here in Alabama, we have cattle. Every year you bring them in, yes. you check, are they okay? Or have they been wounded? Have they been hurt? And you heal them yes. and you empower them to go out there and graze another year and produce what God has called us to produce. So we pass under this shepherd's rod this time of year and whatever's wrong in our life, God wants to fix it, not judge us. He wants to fix it for us so we can have another successful, fruitful year in the kingdom of God. It's time to return to the Lord. Well, and what's so amazing about that is this is literally Mishka. This is the anointing of God. And during this process, the shepherd, if they have any any sheep or any of their herds had any kind of insects or anything, they would make sure that they were all cleaned up and then they would rub the oil. They would literally anoint them with the Mishka, the healing, the anointing of God. And that's exactly what the anointing does. It heals us. And the good shepherd who is uh, the great physician is going right ahead of us and he is preparing with his shepherd's rod so that we can pass mm. under it. And he wants to make sure that we don't have any tormenting, buzzing wow. insects around our head, no Beelzebubs. And so he anoints us with fresh oil so that we can come into the new year with a true new beginning healed and whole and well, and leaving the past behind us. That is so powerful. Zechariah 9, 11, As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return, where? To the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Wow. Even today, I declare I will restore double to you. Isn't it interesting? The enemy has strongholds. But God has strongholds. The shepherd, once again, would bring their sheep into That's a right. stronghold and deliver them from a waterless pit to a place of refreshing. That's why I think it's Acts 3 says, repent that there may be times of refreshing from the Lord. This is that time of year where, we, yes, we've grown weary. We've fought battles. We've, we've, we've had conflict. You know, we've, we've labored. But now... This is the time of year where God says, return to the stronghold of hope and let me refresh you 
with living water and refresh you with invigoration so you can step into a brand new season. I embrace every single bit of that, and I'm looking so forward to next week and celebrating. It's going to be the biggest party ever. I love that. This is that time of year. Let me give you one more scripture if I can. I'm in the old school Bible here. Oh, my gosh, pages. and he's so excited. I mean, it's this is an exciting time of year that we really, as I said, it's the time to let the joy of the Lord be your strength and stir your gift of joy. And whatever adversities, whatever challenges, whatever obstacles, now is the time to just let rivers of living water pour out of you because of your joy being stirred. Like, prime that pump, dig new wells, and, and wells that you have gleaned and learned from, redig them if they blessed you. There is really great new wine, but there is also some really fine old wine. So don't negate the old just because it is the older wine. I love what our friend Ed Silvoso says, Dr. Ed Silvoso. I, this was such revelation when you talked about new, new wine. He said, I, he comes from Argentina. He says, oh, I yes. come from a wine country where we all know because, you know, you hear a lot about new wine. He right. said, but the, the old wine is the best wine. So what did Jesus mean when he said new wine? This is so powerful. Ed said the reason God wants to bring new wine is he never wants us to be out of old wine. That's right. So God has to keep pouring new things into us so that they become mature and it becomes powerful. That's and right. so this is the season for God to pour new revelation inside of you and new seeds of ideas and hope and destiny so that they mature inside of you and bring a harvest that will be a wealth to your life and to those around you. Let me give you one, one more scripture, Isaiah 30. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and strength shall be your confidence. This is that time of year where we return to the Lord to find rest in our very souls. I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday who just we were pouring our hearts out to That's each other. Right. But we, he was talking about, you know, I love vacation and I love doing this with my family. And I love I love all that stuff, right? Like right. Re, that you that's rest. But his point was in reality, if you don't have rest inside you, in your soul, none of this is restful. None of life is restful unless you find rest and peace in your soul. This is that time of year where we reconnect with the source. None of this outside can bring us peace or rest or happiness. None of that can. It's only what's on the inside of us, and that is living in right relationship with our Creator allowing his Holy Spirit to bring peaceful rest to our souls. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In this season, it's time to return to the Lord and allow the Lord to bring you peace and rest and refreshing and do all the new things he wants to do in our life. I love that. And I have to say, for those of you who have ever been on vacation with them. <laughs> <laughs> you need a vacation from a vacation. I took the words right out of my mouth. That's absolutely the truth. But you have to find those quiet times to really be enriched by your relationship and your intimacy with the Lord. And that's the peace that Kent's talking about, the peace in your spirit and in your soul, that no matter what chaos is going on around you, you know that things are settled because Yeshua is truly the anchor of your hope. Some may be asking, how do I return to the Lord? 
I asked the same question one day, and the Lord gave me Malachi 3, verse uh, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Here's what it says. Return to me, and I will return to you. Isn't that something? Yes. Return to me, I will return to you, says the Lord. But you say, in what way shall we return? God says, in your tithes and your offerings. Isn't that interesting that the thing that God allows us to return with is our stuff? That's right. Why? Because it's the only thing in our life that tries to gain control of our trust is our stuff. Trusting our money, trusting our own selves, trusting our own abilities, trusting our own resources. And if you have lived long enough like Beverly and I have, you realize sooner or later, you realize that these things are not trustworthy. They're fleeting. Only one is trustworthy, and he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. So this is the time of year we come to the Lord and offer him a first fruits offering to say, Lord, here is a first of what you have blessed us with because we want to return to you with all of our hearts so that we can step into a brand new year with new beginnings, new blessings, a new firm, solid relationship with you. Now, it may not last all year. I'm just being honest. You may go <laughs> through some situations, true. but at least for this time of year, we really concentrate and focus in so that we kind of get launched or sent into this new year with all of God's blessings. We spring forth. Come on now. <laughs> That's exactly spring forth right. We into spring this forth. brand new season. So Beverly and I just want to thank God for this new season, and we want to bless you today as you are hearing the sound of the shofar in your own heart or soul that you are able to step into new seasons of blessings and realize God has a new blessing and a new beginning for you. We sure have enjoyed our time together. It's been such it's a been blessing. Revelatory. Right? Well, I mean, I there's so, so many great nuggets in there. I mean, I'm going to have to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've been blessed like we've been blessed sharing this with you. Uh, just as soon as we're done, you'll, there'll be a graphic which tells you how to connect with our transformation community and how to give of a first fruits offering to step into this brand new season. We love you, be blessed, and we'll see you again next time.